This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where this past Sunday, there was not a quarantine Sunday episode because it turned into just a regular episode, but where there are a lot of quarantine Sunday episodes and where your support helps make all of this happen at patreon.com slash says who. Hey! <laughs> oh, that sounds good. You sound great. Listen, we'll get into it. Books. <laughs> I think you should be reading more books right now, you guys. Um, just get a book. I'm, I'm keeping myself to this, too. I, I need to pick out some different books, set them next to my bed, and I just get a book. Books. Oh. If you want, you can read one of my books. You don't have to. Truly uh, Davis is still $5 at Barnes & Noble at the cafe with any cafe purchase or $5 online with purchase of any other book. Or you can get it at a local independent bookstore. Or still, it's free on Kindle Unlimited if you have that. Look, you can read whatever you want. Just read some books. By the love of God, get yourself some books. Just We're going to need them this winter. Get your book lists ready. Share your book list books. Oh, if you're on the Says Who group, you know, share like a read. Maybe you guys set up a reading, like a book club. How oh, it could be something. The Says Who book club. We could do that. Anyway, books. Bye. Bye-bye. Speaking of things and stuff and junk and all of that, you can get all of those things at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Merch, that's M-E-R-C-H dot says who podcast.com where we have things and junk and stuff, just including Thicky Checks hoodies, which are people just like selling like wildfire. Yeah, people really, I'm really happy to hear it. Thicky Checks. My Aldonis Orchestra. <laughs> he usually comes out on Sundays. It's true. If you but... want to hear a lot more of Thicky Checks, he, he comes out on Sundays. Just a lot more. Just a lot more at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Hello, welcome to McTesties. Can I take your nasal swab, please? Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Oh, hello. Hi. Listen. Yeah. We don't have any food right now. Because of the outbreak at the White House, they converted us back into a mobile testing facility. Yeah. So if you want chicken nuggets or whatever, we just don't have them. Right. No, I don't I don't want that, kid. I'm I'm here for a test. Oh, well, I'm gonna need you to drive up and just unroll the window and we'll stick a big swab in your head. Here's the th- here's the thing, kid. Um, <coughs> oh, um, that's. Can you gonna, leave your window up right now? No, I just I'm fine. I don't. I'm fine. I don't think right that now. you're fine. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna need a favor. What? You really don't sound good. I'm fine, but um, the thing is, I don't. The thing is that I'm feeling so good that I was wondering if you could stick the swab up your own nose for me and maybe, um, and then just you can, you, if you could do that. Cause I'm, what? the thing is that I'm really healthy. That's why but I need you to swab your own nose and say it's my test. My manager would not be very happy about that. 
You um, don't. Maybe instead of you should maybe go to a doctor. Have I'd you? Like to. I'd like to go to a doctor. Kid, I. I mean, if you got tested and it turned out that you had it, I think probably you could go to the doctor. So Here's why thing, would kid. you want me to take your test for you? He he says now um, he's patriotic to get coronavirus and we all have to show up to work. But to show up to work, we have to have a clean test, but also we have to catch coronavirus for, for America. This doesn't seem like I a good plan. I didn't want it, um, but it turns out um, everyone's got it. Uh, I tried to hide in the basement for a while, but uh, they found me. They found me. Because uh, we always knew, we always knew, kid, there's always someone in a zombie movie that lies about getting bit. And uh, turns out it was everybody in the White House. So um, I'm going to need you to stick that up your nose. I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm going to call an ambulance. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a communicable disease. <laughs> I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. Dan. Maureen. Can I talk about mental health? <laughs> so, no, yes, sure. Always. My, I am realizing that mine is being... It's always been affected, but I am realizing now that the last couple days have really done me in. I believe it. And I need to change my way of life because... Um, <laughs> oh, no. I... Okay, so last night I had a thing that I was working on until midnight. And as it is with this, I need a lot of sleep. Yeah. So I just had medical condition, a lot of stress and stuff. It means that in order to function, I do sleep. I'm up, I'm up. And so just I'm waiting for a document to come in. So I'm looking at some other things. And I look on Facebook and I see some Trump supporters talking about like how we don't know anything about coronavirus and 99.6% of people get better and are totally fine and other made up statistics. And I might. I went to bed and it was like I was on speed. I mean, it was like I had pounded 12 cups of coffee. My brain was like a freight train. Eventually, I just got up and I was like, I need to do something. So I came to my office and I was like, I'm going to do some yoga in the dark, listening to some relaxing music. And I did that because there was nothing else to do. I wasn't going to look at I was like, if I look at anything, it'll wake me back up again. So I'm doing like weird night yoga until three in the morning. Oh my goodness. I'm just wandering around the apartment because I'm so strung out. Then I go to bed. I don't go to sleep. Right. I finally fall asleep. And then construction, they do, they did some kind of construction thing or floor thing in the apartment above us. So that Man. wakes me up. And then I fall back asleep. And in the end, my whole, like of being awake, asleep, going to bed, whatever, finally falling asleep before I am. Eventually, I get out of bed at 11.30. Wow. Yeah, because that's, I finally got some hours of sleep in and out. It's not great. It's not what I planned. It's just I was awake all night. Um, 
So I couldn't, I didn't, it wasn't like I could do that. I just did because I was awake all goddamn night. Yeah. Just feeling crazy. And um, I, uh, I'm like, this can't go on. And I, I had been feeling so good up until the day. I had a whole new plan, a whole new, fr- I have a lot of work to do, Dan. And I'm just, I'm feeling it. And I'm real, and it's just to the point where I, you know, it's not good for you, but like, this is when you start to realize, like, you're hitting that rock bottom feeling of like, oh, this is really not good for you. Yeah. This is bad. This is bad stuff. It's, I feel sick all the time. It, there is a good reason for all of that. And maybe to, to get to that, I think perhaps, just a simple timeline of the time between when we released last week's episode of Says Who and today, with the caveat that we ended up deciding that we needed to put out one in the middle. But when we ended recording last Wednesday, we thought we would just be back here this Wednesday and we would probably be talking about Uh, You know, the upcoming VP debate, which we're recording this on a Tuesday, but this episode comes out on a Wednesday and the VP debate will be tonight. In between Maureen Johnson, I think there might be an insight for why you feel the way you do. Mm, mm. Okay. So all of this happened in the time frame between our two episodes, which is Hope Hicks gets covid Trump announces that he has COVID as well, along with Millennia. Side note, we also found out that Millennia hates Christmas. Then we wake up, Ronna McDaniel, the head of the RNC, and Bill Stepien, Trump's campaign manager, announce that they have COVID. Senators Mike Lee from Utah and Tom Tills from North Carolina have COVID. The president of Notre Dame has COVID. At this point, it starts to be clear that the connecting point between all these people was the announcement party for Amy Coney Barrett that was held the Saturday previous to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The president then goes to Walter Reed Medical Center. President goes to Walter Reed Medical Center, which kicks off a whole side quest around trying to sort out what the fuck his actual diagnosis is because the doctors are all over the fucking place. Chris Christie announces that he's positive and that he's going to the hospital. The president's body man is announced as being positive. Three journalists from the White House press corps are positive. The White House press staffer is positive. Senator Ron Johnson announced that he's positive, which leads Mitch McConnell to call a two-week break from the Senate. Kellyanne Conway announces that she's positive, but she doesn't announce it before her own kid announces it on TikTok. And I think that brings us to Sunday when the doctors hold another press conference where they basically contradict everything they said the day before and they say that they've put the president on steroids which basically directly leads to the president announcing that he's going outside to greet his fans in the hospital so he holds a covid parade that drives around the block of walter reed then on monday kelly kaylee mccannity the president's press secretary announces that she has covid along with two other members of their staff multiple members of the white house press corps start 
quarantining, the president announces that he's leaving Walter Reed to go back to the White House, where he immediately gets off a fucking helicopter, removes his mask before walking into the building, films a video, despite clearly laboring to breathe, where he tells people not to let the coronavirus dominate their lives, and then where this morning he tweeted out that COVID really isn't any different than the flu. So Maureen, if you're wondering... Why you feel like you feel. I didn't didn't know about the last one. That's why. Mm. This has been a lifetime. In four days, Trump gets COVID, goes to the hospital, and is released from the hospital. Uh, And tells people that COVID is fine. Fine. In fact, in the video, he basically says, seems to say it's a little bit muddled, but he seems to say that as president, he needed to get COVID because that's what a leader would do. And that it made him feel even better. Yeah, I think that's the steroids talking. All right, Dan. But I want to just Dan, I need to pay a lot less attention to the beat by I, for my health, then my chest hurts. Yeah, <laughs> I need to stop. That's and, uh, why you yeah. feel like you feel. And you know, normally there are things you can do to help relieve stress, like maybe go to the gym and get some exercise. We can't do that, or go outside and do some exercise. Well, it's kind of crowded here in New York. That's hard to do. Um, or a yoga class or something, or like there are healthy ways of dealing with it. Um. I used to go and be able to doctor's visits for physical therapy and things like that. Sure. You know, so you can't do any of the healthy things or you can. It's just very, it's very difficult to kind of like all of the the healthy outlets. They're like, oh, get some exercise. You know, most of our exercises, we walk the dog and which is fine, but um, we can't go anywhere. We can't see anyone and we don't do anything. Uh, New York is closing down again. um, And and Oscar and I have had the, these discussions about, you know, I think that the way every household has to do this is you talk about what you are both prepared to do and how you both feel about it. Yeah. And we have a lot of talks about that. And we have mutually decided we very early on that we weren't even doing outdoor dining. Right. They're like, no, we're not doing any of it. It's just because so many of the things I've seen this this weekend, Dan, um, just people just mashed in together at some, so they've built all these kind of outdoor dining uh, areas in the street. Like they've given over parking spaces. So restaurants have this kind of street space when they've built these, they've all built impromptu. They're kind of cool. And under any other circumstances, it would be very cool. Yeah. But uh, a lot of them have plexiglass separators between people that are eating or some don't, but I saw one the other day, Dan, and this is not, this was not the only one I'd seen like this, but this was the most egregious that had at least 20 people crammed into an area that was probably meant for a part, two parties of four. Hmm, and they were all maskless. It was day drinking, like maybe just NYU age or super early 20s, a lot of day drinking, sharing drinks, taking like way up of each other's faces, that kind of thing. So... um and that's not the only thing I've seen like that. So. It's not great. 
It's not great. So, Dan, um, the other day, uh, much like the other day when you were trying to let me know that Trump had COVID, when he did the COVID parade, I was the one going, Dan, Dan, you were out <laughs> on a hike. I was. We were out enjoying what was it? We are we are having just some magnificent early fall days, and we decided that we needed to just fucking get out. So yeah, you, I get a I get a DM from you that's basically like, "Are you look? Are you seeing this?" <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Yeah. The COVID yeah, he, parade. He got bored. It does seem that that's the the defining thing that basically it, it sounds like he spent all of Sunday complaining in Walter Reed about the fact that he was cooped up, that he didn't like the coverage that he was watching of him because it was all about him being in the hospital and he wanted to leave. And the compromise that uh, was suggested to him was, well, what if we loaded into the SUV and drove outside and waved to people? And that was that held him over for a day. But there's all of those all of those Secret Service agents. Yeah, were hot. But that so not just he wasn't just in any SUV. He was in one of those special presidential SUVs, potentially the beast um, that is sealed and against things like chemical attack. It's right. literally hermetically sealed. So they're in incredibly close quarters. Yeah, they're it, a, it, not well designed sealed, for what happens if the biological attack is inside the car. Yeah, and the biological attack was inside the car. He only had a cloth mask on and they had N95s on. But I mean, I think potentially their eyes were exposed. It's not it's not a foolproof thing. Oh no, not in a tiny little spot like that. Oh no. 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 It so there is a lot of questions in my head about the care that this man is getting cuz it does not seem like it's being dictated by actual medical science. Apparently, there's a name for this in medicine, and they call it VIP treatment, where people of a certain stature just kind of bully their doctors around. And I mean, Trump now is on a combination of drugs. He is the only person in the world to be on this combination of drugs. No one else has had these treatments. No one else has had the antiviral. the antibody, the antiviral, and the um, steroid. And either, it seems, they gave him the steroids because he was very sick, or they gave it too early, and what they, those steroids depress your immune system. Right. So, um, Dan, one time I had to have a steroid shot because I'd injured my shoulder, and... Not long afterwards, I found 
I was talking nonstop. I was talking like this. I thought it was really, 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 really funny. I was just talking and talking and talking and talking. And then I was like, I need to recycle this, 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 uh, this uh, food processor is broken. I don't know. I can't really get rid of it. And there's nowhere to repair it. So I'm going to go, I have to recycle, but the plastic recycling, I know what I do. I'll take the Starbucks and try to put it in the recycling bin. So I tried to recycle a food processor in a Starbucks recycling bin while telling what I thought were jokes uh, at the rate of about 10 a minute. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, this is a guy that is already fairly prone to delusion, and um, that is literally one of the side effects of of uh, of the steroid he is on, which but, which is man, we don't know how sick the president of the United States is right now because nope. they they are straight up lying. And where they they said things like, oh, we we you know they why they lied the day before was because they're just trying to be upbeat. That's right. why they lied about giving him oxygen. Dan, we have no Dan. He's a really sick man. I mean, maybe, maybe he is. I we don't know. We know now that he was administered oxygen at least on Friday, maybe on Saturday. We know that his blood oxygen level dipped low when they administered that oxygen. We They will not say anything about the state of his lungs. They really won't tell us much of anything. Um, we know that he had a fever. We don't know how high it was or what its number was. The thing that is remarkable to me is over a, four years ago, we were introduced to Trump's private doctor who was a real uh character you know with sort of long gray hair uh he wrote a glowing review of trump's health uh which then it turns out was he admitted later all he had done was sign uh had been written by trump himself or someone on trump's team then trump becomes president and he comes into the presidential doctor fold and he is treated for a couple of years by Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who was also treating Obama, but who likely fudged numbers on uh, on his height and generally, again, painted kind of this remarkable health of of this man. Dr. Ronnie Jackson was then pay, like tapped by Trump to become the head of the V.A., and that uh, that nomination was shit canned, actually, by the Democratic senator, uh, John Tester, who really kind of hit hard on stories about Ronnie Jackson drinking and that sort of thing. Ronnie Jackson is now running for uh, Congress in Texas and is a real wingnut. Uh, but and he was replaced by this Dr. Sean Conley guy who, again, comes from like military doctors. who stood up in front of the press on Saturday, evaded every possible question on Sunday when asked why he gave incorrect and inaccurate assessments of the president's health, said that he did it because he didn't want the patient to, you know, be upset, which doesn't really seem right. I don't understand how he can consistently find such sketchy doctors do they start that way or does he break them? You know, it's been an interesting couple of days to have, 
you know, our, our health correspondent, my nurse mom, um, she's like, she's our, uh, she's our doctor, Sanjay Gupta. Um, the only thing she, when she watches this, I was like, well, as a nurse, you know, you're, she's a nurse practitioner. She has many 50 years of experience. I'm like, what are you thinking about what you're seeing? She's like, all of those doctors are hating their lives. They're miserable. They wish they'd never been assigned this case. They don't want to be in this position. Um, she's like, and he is, she's like, I can tell you that they're hating every moment of this, that they look miserable. Like all, certainly all the doctors behind that guy, because you can't force people to do, like, you can't keep them in the hospital against their will. You can't make them do stuff. Um, and you have a, a man who's shedding virus all over the place who's out of his mind um, and incredibly arrogant at the best of times. Yeah. Like you're, who's going to, at a certain point, just and to mitigate the situation. I and mean, he's the president. Yeah. And yeah. I think they may be military officers. Like they may be they forced are. to, so they yeah. have to, they're in a nightmare situation. He is their commander in chief. Yeah. It's fucking wild. It is. At, like the idea that you would take a contagious COVID patient and put him in a car with other people, let alone put him in a helicopter, let alone send him back to the White House, where already today uh, there have been reports that he tried to go to the Oval Office and is was somehow convinced to not do that. Yeah, he's making people sick in there. He should be criminally tried. There's footage today of uh, the White House cleaning crew, which of all of the people, first of all, I, we have sort of stopped hearing who does and does not have COVID. Um, but uh, the only people that my heart truly goes out to in this whole situation are the the general staff of the White House, the cleaning people, you the know, secret the, service. the food people, the secret service, exactly. The people that are just there because that's their job. And they are being absolutely put into the worst situation. Anyone and that's the there because they work for the, you know, they work for the campaign or they work for the president, they, they are they reaping what they sowed. But, but well, if you are a cleaning crew or something like that, like, my God. Also, the Secret Service can refuse things that put the president in danger, but cannot refuse things that put themselves in danger. Right. Right. They are obligated to put themselves in harm's way if the president wants to go on a car ride. Yeah. But there is uh, footage from reporters today of the press area being cleaned and the... White House cleaning staff is in a full hazmat getup with a big backpack that is holding some sort of spray device that they are spraying and hosing and fogging everything down. And all they, uh, in order to placate this man who his biggest nightmare has always been to get sick, to be sick. He sees it as the ultimate weakness. No. And now they we are roping all sorts of people who do not deserve this into this 
awful charade in order to put out, put out the image that he is well. Also, we have no idea if he potentially infected the Bidens. Yeah. Dan, it's... Okay. Also, the weird, strange, and tragic hero figure of this, of Claudia Conway, who is busting her mother from inside the house. Yeah. That's a whole thing. I mean, that's a whole thing. I, I barely thing. know what to say about it. Then, I think we have to step back for one second because of what I said at the top of this, which is I'm my mental health is starting to go. <laughs> like, genuinely. And I feel like we have to remember that this is a coping strategy. And it's, I'm realizing just how the circuits in my brain are firing on a loop, like a very specific kind of loop, and they can't come down. Like it's that mm. constant pump of stress hormone that never stops. I feel, I feel like my system is flooded with it. Right. At all times. Um, and I, I, as I was laying there, and doing my weird night yoga, which helped just, you know, help kind of reset my brain. Um, I realized that just the what was floating through my head was just largely an image of Trump's face or or snippets of his voice. You know, it's that whole living living in you know my head rent-free kind of thing. But I'm like, you know what? As much as I feel like it's important to watch every moment of this. And my brain is now hooked into this. I need to divest. You know, I need to step away. I yeah. need to break this chain. I need. I just while we were sitting here, I deleted the news app on my phone that sends me alerts. Oh um, yeah. I I took Twitter off my phone and then I backdoored myself in through a browser just so it's a little more difficult. So I can't just hit it. With, but I'm still doing it. So I've decided that sort of once I get this one little, I have a, a project going on that's going to go public in a couple of days. And once that's done, I may record my passwords for Twitter and then write them down and set them aside and then delete them from my storage app and go dark for a week or so. That sounds brilliant. I don't know if I can do it, but I'm like, I need to re... At first, it was like, ah, I really need to live my life different. And last night, like as I was laying there, I was like, I need to do something. Like I can't live like <laughs> you were this. Like I mean it. Like really, like this is this is the kind of thing that I mean. I feel sick all the time, and, and I'm like, that's all of us, and we all feel sick all the time potentially. And nobody seems well. Nobody seems like they can concentrate or work or write or or do you know like you, you do what you need to do, but like. The, for the first time this that this weekend with the Trump stuff, both Oscar and I, for the first time ever, walked outside without a mask on because we forgot. Yeah, like I did that like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, both of us did it in like the same two day period, and we'd never done it before. It's just yeah, it is everything short circuiting. Yeah, it is impossible to hold all of this in your head. When I was writing down that series of bullet points. Uh, of everything that has happened. I was like, how am I carrying this? And then I was like, oh, I know how. 
That's why I've been beating myself up for the last few days about all the shit that I keep forgetting. Right? It's like there's a finite amount of space and it is getting taken up by all these fuckers. Yeah. And it's it's what they it's what they want. I mean, de- Trump is an attention-seeking toddler. And I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to. I mean, to be fair, wants. getting COVID is not what they want. <laughs> they 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 want constant attention, attention and they yeah. want constant distraction. I don't think that this is really I I am no, no, I'm not, extremely I'm not saying... annoyed at watching the birth of what feels like the left's version of QAnon. No, around no, no. theories that this is all a hoax and it's in, no, in order to duck the debate or to to put the tax news story off the front page or any of these other things like this is an absolute fucking disaster for these people no matter oh. how you color it but no, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that i'm just saying that no matter what state he's in sick well, in between, he wants attention. So if he's he, he, if, when he didn't have COVID, he wanted attention. Now he's got COVID. Yeah. Now he wants attention. It doesn't matter. It's like he just wants attention. Yes. And and I it, I don't. It's not. And when you give it to him, you don't learn anything new. Oh no, no, so, not at all. See, I'm talking myself through therapy here, Dad, because I need it's I need right. to be ta- so I need to be talked off the ledge. But I've got it. I know what will fix it, Dan, because I am holding in my hand right here. I went and got the mail the other day. And you know how sometimes you get those unsolicited like postcards with a discount for a product? Well, here mm-hmm. is a postcard for a gravity blanket, one of those weighted blankets. And there's a 24, 20% off promo code. And this will fix it. That'll do I'll it. Get, I'll get this blanket. I know I'm things. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking get this. I'm going to fucking get a weighted blanket, Dan. I'm telling you what. I'm going to do healthy things, Dan. We all need to do healthy things. And says Huvia. Take these apps off your phone. Get a gravity blanket. Do some yoga. Talk to a friend on the phone. Stop watching. The... Hug a dog. Go outside. Uh, I'm not well. I will I'm tell you well. that uh, the hike that we were on when uh, the COVID parade was happening is in a place that's probably only about 30 minutes from where we are. Um, but it is, and it is actually a very small little kind of nature preserve, but it was, we've done it two weekends in a row. And a large reason for that is simply that it is so calming. And I'm not entirely sure why, like we've gone on a bunch of different hikes and that, you know, it's not like it was empty. There were people all over the place, but there's something about the design of it. It's right near the lake. There's this big prairie and then this forest and, um, it is just doesn't take more than 45 minutes to walk the kind of mile and a half or so uh, that the trail is. And it is truly restorative in a way that is surprising to me. So yeah, I mean, put away the shit. I mean, this is, this is, I feel like the lesson that we have learned so many times in the last four years, which is, you can step away because these news cycles are fucking wild at the micro level. But the further you zoom back, the more you just doesn't not a lot changes. Now, granted, the you know, even with this one, I was about to say now, granted, the president getting covid a lot changes. But in this five day window, we are right back where we started. Right. Like his 
internal body may not be where it started, but you know, he's going to, he, as far as he's concerned and as far as his people are concerned, and as far as the way that he, the narrative that they're going to push as far as they can is concerned, we are right back where we were right after, right after the debate. You know, I mean, taking a step back is fine to shutting it down is fine. It's not, it's not shirking your responsibility as, as a, you know, as a person that needs to be informed to simply say, I don't need to be second by second informed. It's okay. You know, it's, he says he's going to debate. It's okay. Yeah. He says he's going to debate. Mike Pence is debating tonight. He is going to be, let's give the illusion that the episode is on right now, right now. Can I ask you something really serious? Sure. Can we not watch the debate? You, you, I, I absolve you of any, any need to watch the debate. I'm going to watch the debate. Oh, Dan, you don't. I, this one, I actually want to see. Oh, okay. Cause I, I was, I started to really, I'm not joking. Like I've really had to dip this, this week. I really, I really physically and mentally do not feel well. Step was back. Like, I don't want to watch the debate on Wednesday. You don't I have do. to. I don't want to do it. This one I'm looking forward to. I've been looking forward to the idea of Kamala Harris just dissecting yeah, Mike she's Pence eat, for quite a she's while. She's going to eat his lunch. And now they're going to be de- they are going to be debating behind plexiglass shields because Mike Pence may well have the coronavirus. And somehow he is going to attempt to spin and defend the administration's absolute shit show of a COVID response behind a plexiglass shield with the president of the United States actively contagious. And he, let's not forget, is technically the head of the coronavirus task force. So I want to see that. I mean, it, it, when you put it like that, you know what, Dan, I'm going to do instead? I just decided right now. We're going to play a board game. Yes. Get the food that you would get as your debate treat. Mm. But don't watch the debate and instead play a board game. Play a board game. That sounds real nice. Doesn't it? Sounds great. Oh, do that. Sounds so good. What board game are you going to play? I don't know. Um, uh, we have a lot that we haven't. We have a pretty big collection. I might just keep it. A, I might keep it simple with Carcassonne or. Um, hmm. I really want to think about. It. I uh, there's a new uh, edition of uh, Pandemic Legacy Season Zero. I don't think it's been released. Whoa. yet. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yes, and it's supposed to be the best one yet. What? And it's season zero. Is and it out? Uh, it'll be out soon. Because um, I have been, I've been, I have a little beady eye on this. Uh, we are big board game people here in <gasps> Shea Us. Let's see. Uh, and and the thing that you're stopping the spread of is um, is it takes place during the Cold War, and you're stopping communism but it's it's not as a uh, jingoistic sounding as that like i think there is a 
you know, it's not just like, yay. You know what I mean? It's, uh, there's apparently it's really fucking good. Holy cow. Pandemic and Legacy, the original, is still one of the greatest month-long gaming experiences I have ever had in my whole life. Yeah, this one is like a, it's like a spy game and uh, Oscar watches a lot of um, review, like board game review shows. Oscar works in games, so like he's pretty much always watching reviews of games. Yeah. And um, he, the, apparently this one is, the, the they seem to all feel it's the best one yet. Wow. But it's a, a spy one. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. I'm looking for the, uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm just looking for the release date. But people are calling it phenomenal. That's exciting. I mean, so this shit is going to be, it's, it says it's available, uh, estimated release date is October 2020. So at some point, uh, I guess they don't have an exact date, but it's soon. It's ready and it's already been Man, what so, a gift for the winter. Right? Uh, yeah. So there's there's that. Um let's 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 make a list of things that are nice to do. We have that. Um I would love to organize a says who community Zoom game because uh, there are ways of playing Zoom Werewolf. Yeah. That would be the uh the says who via discord just this weekend played a um a game mobile kind of werewolf-esque mm -hmm. game that's name i can't remember but uh you are on a spaceship together and yeah. the, there was a there was a group from the the discord which is a fan run discord that all played it together which seemed fantastic I can't recommend highly enough if you have Steam, which is the the game. It's a board, it's a game engine. Uh, they have a, a thing called Tabletop Simulator, and some friend and they'll have they have loads of games. So this is a way that uh, some friends of mine in England and over on the west coast of the U.S. This is how we get together. One, one, once a week, once every other week, and we play actual board games that we would play in person. So we've been able to play Wingspan, um, Machikoru, uh, all kinds of stuff. You're just playing it virtually. And it's really good. And That's awesome. So that I really recommend if you want to get together, with, if you haven't seen this, to get uh, the tabletop simulator and you could play games with people remotely. And you, you just, what's nice is that you automatically get a giant games library. The wingspan is one of my favorites. I sort of want to buy the actual wingspan because I've become, everyone talks player. about it's a birding game, right? Yeah, but it's so good. Like you look at it and you're like, really? Like it just has a bird on it. And you're like, man, it's just a game with a bird on it, but it's really fucking good. It's just, That's and awesome. it's very soothing. And I think you would love it, especially because you're like, your family's learning all the birds and the animals. So you actually learn about birds, but it is like a, a point and, you know, it's a game of collecting. And so it's a proper good game, but you also learn about some birds. Well, that would be my, my recommendation on things that are not the news. I've talked about this before, but. Uh, because the five-year-old has become very interested in animals and very specifically birds. In, in beginning of the summer, we got a bird feeder. 
And now we have 10 bird feeders. And every morning, me and the five-year-old go out and do what we call our bird chores, where we make sure that all the feeders are full, that the bird bath, we've also got a bird bath, that the bird bath is not gross and has water in it and all of these things. And it has become, for all of us, really, just such a source of joy to see these birds and mostly we just have little stupid piece of shit birds but uh you know even them just to see them fucking fighting and you know pecking at each other and shit like that just to have this kind of life and just outside your window has been so joyous so if you if you have even a tiny, we have a tiny ass yard. Even if you just have a, a window, you know, one of our feeders, one of the best ones is just, it, it, uh, just suction cups to the window and the birds are literally like, Hey, what's up? Hanging out with us. We're pretty is, high up, but I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't think we're supposed to, but fuck it. Maybe I'll <laughs> probably if, if can... the suction cup came off that, that you might get a letter from the super. That's the thing is like we're pretty high up. So yeah. if our if our feeder fell, it would like kill somebody. Yeah, that I think if you are up in a tall building, save the birding for uh, when you're not. But what's um, amazing though is when birds do fly past our windows. Um, you know, in New York, sometimes you get like a seagull p- past your window because there's a lot of rivers nearby. Sure. So yeah. like you're just sitting there and um, just whoop, there goes you know. We're like, hey, we're up, we're up, bird, we're up high. Then we, we're not, you know, we're um, I'm not, uh, we're over ten stories in the air, so you know, it's we're pretty high up. Yeah. Um. No, that I wouldn't. I would not recommend feeders for you, but for folks that that are uh, closer to the ground or have a little bit of of yard or something like that, it's awesome. And we even uh, the Cornell Ornithology Lab, which is a big bird information lab they uh somebody on twitter uh told me about they have a thing called feeder watch where you sign up to be sort of a citizen data collector and uh from november through april you keep a count of the birds that come to your feeder during the winter uh so we have signed up to be feeder watch people we're in we're in it's such a wonderful escape from the shit that is because the birds don't give a fuck they don't care. They don't care who's anything. They just want some fucking seed. And you know, they'll sit in a tree and fucking squawk at you until you bring it out. We're lucky that there is outdoors here, but we don't really have out, you know, we don't like, for example, there is a little patch of grass, but they've started using it to teach um, to teach like toddlers and little ones. So they have like toddler music classes out there and little toddler exercise classes and things so even if i try to go out there and sit in a chair and work a guy comes along with a headset on and a guitar and puts down a multicolored top and goes welcome to music class wow hi ruby hi ruby welcome to and then the people wave their baby's arms and it's really adorable but at the same time i'm like there's just no escape and um so what i did dan here's something i did do and i have maybe today maybe today is the day i crack this out I bought a set of uh, knee pads, wrist pads, and elbow pads, like proper ones that skaters use, like derby people yeah. use, high quality. And I already have a bike helmet. And I have these old ass roller skates that someone found in their garage. They're from the 70s. They're so badass. And they work. 
and uh, I, I haven't really tested them out fully on um, to see. I cleaned them the best I could, uh, but just to maybe go and skate, like there is a kind of flat because they they've they've uh, rebanned all group sports, so people can't right. play basketball and things anymore. Um, so there are some kind of flat courts and things. I'm like, maybe I can go and, you know, there put you my headphones on, skate around a little bit. Like it's, I need to do more stuff like that. And I realize I'm bogarting this conversation, but it's because I it's good. feel like I felt myself slipping over last. You know what I mean? You, you just, you know, when yeah. you go up there and you're like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh no, oh no. I do no. know that. I know exactly oh, what that's like. I, like, no, it's I'm gonna, good. I'm going to put on some yoga with Adrian today and I'm going to find her longest one and I'm going to yoga until my legs fall off. You know, I need to just, go. I need to break the cycle. We need to break the cycle, says Uvia. You do what you can do. You do your good. You talk to people if you can, you know, make some calls, whatever. But it's it's addiction now. It feels like we're all on like heroin or something. It's it's so bad. Yeah. And it's not uh, good. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good, Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I just talked forever. And it's because it's great. I, you I know do what? Feel like everyone, I'm in everyone listening to this it probably has a sore neck from nodding so hard at this point. Because uh who doesn't feel like this right now? It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Like I, I was on a call with some of my other uh writer friends last night. And um everyone is just, I mean, people are in various, like some people are making active plans to leave the country. There's that. Um, or they're just not writing or they're kind of just grinding through stuff or they're just, you know, every call I have, I just see all my friends and every, it's so good to see them. And everyone's just like, everyone's so wrecked. Yeah. I mean, we've been, Fucking riding hard and being fucked with mentally for four years. And this past week with, I mean, like literally one week ago today was the debate. The oh, day that gosh. we're recording this. One week ago. How dare and that you, Dan? Debate felt like abuse. You know, it yeah. did. Really did. And and that was apparently the calm before the storm, as you very rightly pointed out. Th this is the best moment. Last Wednesday, you declared that it that, was simply the best. Oh, my God. I did say that. The better day than all the rest. Oh my God! I'm on the Gravity Blanket site, and their code is Mental Health 2020 for 50. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Christ. I will tell you that um, the Trump parade directly led to me just rage buying a large amount of audio equipment that I should not. Have I saw. <laughs> I saw that you were like, "Fuck it, I'm buying a bunch of microphones." <laughs> I just imagine I, you're surrounded by dozens of like. <laughs> I basically am at this point. I just, it was like, what does anything fucking matter? I've had my eye on this mic for a fucking year. I'm just doing it. 
if there is a thing and you have the means to treat yourself to a thing, why fucking not? And it doesn't have to be a thing that costs money. Like it can be, you know, whatever would kind of help you out right now. You know, take good care of yourself. Take and with and take good care of each other. I'm gonna buy. Here's one called Luna. It's a pretty good price. There you go. Yeah, the, the the gravity one is real fancy, but it's sixty. It's like two hundred dollars. That seems like a lot. Just like, like you could just just like put a bag of flour on your chest. Honestly, most of the time I use the dog. <laughs> <laughs> The world's smelliest gravity blanket. Oh, she doesn't smell too good. My dog smells so bad. <laughs> so bad. So bad. No. No. So then, bad. I hmm? just, I'm, I'm worried about all our Sesuvians. I love them. You know, it's... They're good. They're helping each other out. They really are. They really are. And uh, I don't know, Dan. Tell what happens now. Tell me what happens. Uh, Come on, tell me what happens. Well, in less than a month, the vote happens. How's that? How dare you? Is that enough? How? Is that enough? You want more? You just spent 45 minutes talking about how you didn't want any of this. I'm not telling you what happens. No, I just want you to what tell happens me how it turns is out. you hit order on that gravity blanket and then in a few days it arrives and then you put it on you and you just bask in the weight I think I'm gonna buy this new blanket this one's called Luna and it's uh it has like a Sherpa it has like a fuzzy Sherpa side which is nice so um that seems good like that seems like it'd be pretty good it's like a 15 pound blanket they're supposed to really relax you that's what I've heard so that's what I I've just, heard. just want to relax. <laughs> it's good. Do it. Get one. Do it. Uh, you deserve it, Maureen Johnson. Do I? Yes. Unequivocally, yes, you do. It's going to be all right. I just mean, tell me. I don't know that. Just, I, when I did say that, I just realized I did say that last yeah, week. That last, um, last week, I was like, this is the high point right now. And, and I had were right. no... I had no idea how right I was. You were right. You were righter than you could ever have known. Righter than you could ever have known. And says Huvia, we are thinking of you. And we thank you because says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who where usually every Sunday you get an extra episode of Says Who. Will that be the case as we move into this accelerated moment in time, or will we just end up doing two episodes of Says Who a week? Who knows? <laughs> but either way, that's only possible due to your support at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. He's probably holding in there okay, because he can just like play a guitar. Our logo was designed by Darth, who's hopefully holding in. Probably getting ready for their winter winter uh, hibernation. Oh, no. I know. I'm not ready for it. I'm not no. ready for it. 
You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash Says Whovians. The Facebook group is a true wonder of people supporting each other. And thank you for doing it. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And earlier this episode, I mentioned the fan-run Discord. Mm. Uh, which if you know what that means, you might want to go check it out. They are at HTTPS slash tinyurl.com slash says who discord. That's tinyurl.com slash says who discord run by says whovians for says whovians. Spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. People have been leaving reviews and they are wonderful and thank you for it. You can join us next Wednesday, October 14th for our next episode unless, you know, shit happens. All right. What's going to happen by next week? (laughs) Anyone, anyone that can answer that question, Maureen, is drawing at straws. Let's remember that Herman Cain died in 28 days. From when it was announced. So. That's our window. Where shit could go anywhere. I would say. I mean. Has anyone heard from Chris Christie? Nope. Rudy Giuliani was on Fox News coffin last night. Yeah, we didn't even get into that. No, I checked in with him. Yeah, you were texting with your friend. I was I was texting with Rudy last night because he was coughing on the on the show. Yeah. Gotta pull it up here. I texted, that's a nasty cough, Rudy. Now, uh, to remind you, thanks to Sezuvia, I have a burner account and I always hit him on a new number. So this was not a number that had any previous interactions with Rudy Giuliani. That's a nasty cough, Rudy. Response tested negative. So I said, allergies, nothing persistent, maybe just clearing my throat. And I responded, grab some Mucinex, but he never, never wrote back. Who knows where he's at? I mean, I'll know when I text him again, but anything could happen between now and next Wednesday. And depending on the level of severity, you may end up hearing from us. Between then and now. I mean, I will say that I don't think Trump is well. No. It's not a wish. It's not not anything. No. But also, COVID is not an automatic death sentence. So, you know, there's a large spectrum between well and no longer living right and that yeah we're talking about but you know he's not he's probably he doesn't look well (laughs) i don't know what to tell you dad (laughs) everything's fine i'm buying this gravity blanket i'm looking at gravity blankets right now there's a gravity there's a gravity shoulder wrap get them both get them both maureen that seems nice. To get 
Both. Get them both. Put them both in your cart. Do it now. I don't know if I in? want that one. No, Get not them both. Yet. Get them both. All right, I'm going to look my at this gravity blanket. My gravity blanket. In Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. <sighs> I don't even know what happened there. Oh, no. I don't what? know. Oh, no. Just, no. Oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. From my <laughs> closet in New York. God I'm not in. Damn it. I'm not in the closet. It's just what it says in the notes. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.